It's time for recipe of the day. Do you know what mentionitis is? It's where you can't stop talking about a certain thing. I usually think of it in terms of like if you have a crush on someone, you get mentionitis about them, right? Well, I have mentionitis about pork loin right now, and it is because there is a recipe on Cook the Story that is proven to be quite problematic. It is for an instant pot pork loin, and it's really fascinating. There are comments on that post that people are saying it is the best recipe ever, and then there are people who are saying it is the driest pork loin ever. And there are people who are saying that it is raw or undercooked. And so this has been this perplexing mystery that I have been working on. I have solved it. And I am just putting the finishing touches on fixing that recipe on the site. And I'm going to be telling you about it in a couple of weeks. But until then, I have pork loin on the mind. It is mentionitis fully. And so I am doing a couple of other pork loin recipes on Sundays until then. And so today you are being treated with bacon wrapped pork loin. And I know, how can you not mention that? Total mentionitis, right? We are wrapping pork in bacon and cooking it and it is so good. You know, adding bacon to things just makes them so special. Okay, so how do we make bacon wrapped pork loin? I actually use the exact same method that I've told you about for doing oven roasted pork loin. I told you about that back on October 16th, and that is my reverse sear. Of course, I'm obsessed with reverse sears for roasts. We are doing the roast at a lower temperature, 350 to start with. Then we're letting it rest so it gets nice and juicy, and then we're finishing it off in a higher temperature oven, 475. Now, if this roast was not coated in bacon, that would give you a nice porky roast crust on there at the end. And then because you've rested it first, you're not getting any kind of steaming action coming from inside of the meat that's going to melt away some of that crust. But in this case, we actually have the bacon on the outside. So what's happening is in that slightly lower temperature, the roast is cooking just nicely and the bacon's rendering some fat starting to crisp up. Then you let it rest and then it goes back in that hot oven and that's when the bacon gets nice and crispy on the outside. So it's the reverse sear like normal, but made even better because of bacon, right? Everything's better with bacon. How many times am I going to say that in this episode? Okay, so you're going to start by preheating the oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Then you're going to lay a piece of bacon, just normal medium thickness bacon. You don't want extra thin because it's going to crisp too quickly. You don't want extra thick because it's not going to crisp up enough, right? And you're going to end up with too much fat rendering down and then everything's sitting in that fat. So you just want regular sliced bacon and you're going to lay that on your cutting board and then you're going to put your roast pork, pork loin, not tenderloin and not like a shoulder or a butt. You're putting that on top of the bacon so that the bottom of the pork roast is on top of the slice of bacon. Then you're going to wrap that bacon around as far as it goes. Now you can secure that with a toothpick and then you start your next piece of bacon sort of on that toothpick and just keep winding around. I actually find that the bacon sticks well enough to the pork roast and to itself that I don't need the toothpicks. But if you find that you're needing them, if it's not staying in place, use the toothpicks or just have them there handy. Like take some out of the container so that your pork and bacon raw meat touching hands aren't then touching the whole container of toothpicks. Take a few of them out, put them on the counter, then start your winding of the bacon around the pork roast. And if any of it is not staying in place, then grab one of those toothpicks you got out and use that. You see what I mean? So just use them if you need them. You're going to need between seven to 10 slices of bacon to wrap a three to five pound pork loin roast. Again, like you're just winding it around so that they're not overlapping along the sides of the strip of bacon. It's like one strip, one strip, one strip, but the ends of the strips are overlapping just 
just slightly to help keep them in place. So when you finish wrapping one strip, you start wrapping another one by slightly overlapping it. But yeah, that's going to cover the whole pork roast in like one layer of bacon by the time you're done. Now, you might have noticed that I didn't do any seasoning of any kind on this pork roast before wrapping it in bacon. That's because a lot of flavor, and in particular salt, actually does come from the bacon, and I just don't find that it's necessary. I do like to sprinkle the outside of the roast after it's already coated in those strips of bacon, sprinkle it with some black pepper, just like along the top, whatever you can reach. And then that is getting transferred into a roasting pan that you have a rack sitting inside of. If you do not have an oven-safe rack that fits inside of your roasting pan, you can use a few stalks of celery or whole carrots. Actually, even those baby carrots will work. You just want the roast sitting up from the bottom of the roasting pan a little bit so that the air can circulate underneath. And in this case, it matters more than it does for a regular roast because you are going to get some of that bacon fat rendering off and you don't really want it all like sitting in that the whole time. You do want the air to be getting to the bacon that is under the roast. And you know, it is the case that that bacon underneath is never going to crisp up. It's always going to be a little bit softer, fully cooked, but softer, but you don't need like damp in bacon fat. You know what I mean? Okay, and then you are roasting that at the 350-degree Fahrenheit oven until the internal temperature is about 145 degrees Fahrenheit. It's going to take 20 to 25 minutes per pound. Now, I'm going to say 145 means that that roast is now perfectly safe, according to the USDA, to eat. So I actually undercook it a little bit at this point. That's what I do, is I will take it out more at like 137 degrees Fahrenheit. I have it listed as 145 in the recipe on the website that everybody is being as safe as possible. I don't want to give you unsafe recommendations, but I'm also telling you what I do. So 137 degrees Fahrenheit is where I will take it out. And I like to use like a probe thermometer that goes into the middle of the meat and then has like a wire that comes out and then the actual dial telling me the temperature is on a magnet that sticks to my oven. It's so perfect. It was like $15 from Amazon. I will put a link in the show notes for you. But yeah, so when it gets to 137 for me, that is when I take it out and then I cover the whole thing with foil and let it rest for 30 minutes. Now, in that time, it is definitely going to get up to the 145, maybe a little higher, so I know for sure that it is safe. can keep the probe in there that whole time to make sure though, right? Then you're heating the oven up to 475 degrees Fahrenheit, nice and hot. Uncover the roast and it goes back in there and this is when it's going to crisp up and get nice and brown. That bacon's going to be crispy. About 10 minutes. If it is not crisping enough for you, for whatever reason, you can stick on the broiler for a couple of minutes as well. Now, because that roast rested already, we rested it for 30 minutes that let all the juices kind of settle inside. When we take it out of this really hot oven now at the end, you can transfer it to your cutting board, take the toothpicks out, and you carve it immediately to serve. And then you know that bacon's going to stay nice and crispy. It's not going to start softening from the steam coming out of the roast. I have one more thing to say about the cooking temperature. Like I said, USDA says that 145 degrees Fahrenheit is safe for pork. But many of us, me included, grew up in a time where you needed to cook your pork to 160 degrees Fahrenheit. And so it can be quite an adjustment getting used to pork that isn't like super white, kind of drier, a little bit more on the well-done side. If that is you, if you like your roast pork 
loin to be white and well cooked. Then you're going to make sure that it gets to 160 degrees Fahrenheit before you eat it. You're probably taking it out at about 152 in that first round, 152 degrees Fahrenheit in the 350 degree Fahrenheit oven. Take that out, let it rest 30 minutes, and then it goes back into that super hot oven. It is going to for sure be at 160 degrees Fahrenheit by the time you eat it. Okay, I'll put the link to this recipe in the show notes, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash R-O-T-D and get it there. And with that, I have definitely satisfied my mention-itis for the day. If you're having any mention-itis, perhaps about this podcast, I would love it if you would tell somebody in your life who loves cooking and or loves podcasts about recipe of the day. It would be really great to have your friends and family who love to cook listening as well. I am Christine Pittman from Cook the Story and from the Cookful and from this podcast, Recipe of the Day. Let's get cooking. Thank <laughs> you.